Well, hello. Good morning. Andre here. Welcome to another episode of The Daily. So good to have you join me for yet another episode of our podcast. This is number 88 and I hope you are ready to go. I certainly am. Let's begin the podcast. Well, I don't know whether you've ever felt this feeling uh, of living your day, but at the same time having this kind of foreboding feeling in your heart that there's something that you were meant to do that you hadn't accomplished or you hadn't finished or perhaps you had promised someone that you would do something and you maybe forgotten or thought you've forgotten and are living with like that sense of unease well that's a kind of feeling that i realized that i've been having uh, in my heart uh, in my life uh, over an extended period of time uh, these days, I would go to bed at night uh, wondering and worrying uh, as to how much I got done or what I didn't get to do in the day or uh, how much is there still left to do or whether I had forgotten anything. This kind of foreboding, uneasiness, I feel it uh, very often these days and I have flagged it as an area of concern. It's something that I really, really need to address and uh, you know get fixed and some breakthrough in. And one of the things I've been telling people uh, that I really want to do and uh, maybe craft out some time for is to have some time away to just pray, discern and rest. And I've talked about it as a kind of disruption. And I think disruption in our culture in our day is uh, such a negative and uh, a word that almost brings about furrowed brows, right? Like who in the world would want disruption? Who in the world would want interruption? But I've been thinking of late, you know, like if I really want some serious breakthrough in my life, uh, perhaps I need to re-examine or reconsider that the things that I've been doing in my life, you know, these rhythms and practices and what I've been doing to try to overcome it, if it's not working out, then perhaps I need to explore a different path, a different option, a different a kind of experience. Uh, it's been said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And many times, sometimes when we approach uh, sin or needing a breakthrough from a certain dysfunction, we go like, hey, maybe if I do this thing long enough, perhaps it will work out itself over time. And I think there's a bit of wisdom in there to keep through the course. But I think at some points in life, we need to re-examine and even consider needing some kind of disruption in our life. Now, we in Singapore, in first world city-state, fast-paced living, we like order, we like predictability, we like uh, stability, or it can be translated control. We love it, right? Because control makes us feel safe. Now, that isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it definitely isn't always a good thing. See, all of us long to control our own lives. It's one of our primary coping mechanisms to fend off heartache, pain, and disappointment. And control is not in and of itself a bad thing. We should take control over abusive, coercive, and harmful things. But when we become obsessed with managing our existence to the point that we tr stop trusting in God or depending on Him, we enter into a kind of dangerous territory of seeking to become God ourselves, to become the God of our own lives. Now, culture today is riddled with control mechanisms that facilitate, that fuel this uh, dysfunction. Some use money as an umbrella of control. Uh, money creates space, comfort, and distance between the challenges and annoyances of life. Others use power to control. They work toward 
positions of influence and authority so that it can create a safe distance between themselves and threats to their ego or emotions. And some use sexuality to control people knowing that beauty or desire can be mesmerizing and even coercive force that keeps people uh, in check and in line and addicted to them. Some use words to control verbally adjusting other self-perception and identity in order to keep them in line. And so our culture in many ways encourages and facilitates uh, this obsession with control. But here's the truth. Christianity is in many ways a religion of relinquishing control, of relinquishing our life, even our identity idea of what is even right or good for our lives and allowing God to define these things, allowing him to be truly Lord of our lives. And coming back to this idea of disruption, we ought to realize that one of the primary things that we are prone and tempted to control is our time. What we do with our time, but also uh, what we have planned uh, for our time on, on earth, you know, our timeline, our life's timeline, like what we envision ourselves to have accomplished, done, or be by a certain age, by a certain time. We have expectations, right, that we'll be uh, at this kind of position in the organization by this age, or we would have uh, this amount of money in the bank, or have uh, this amount of asset, that kind of car by a certain age. And so, all this to say, disruption, anything that uh, impinges that disrupts that uh, messes up our timeline is something that is unfavorable to say the least. But one of the things you will notice as you read through scripture and read of different stories of men of faith in the Bible is that God routinely disrupts the plans of men. He disrupts their timeline, their idea of what uh, is to happen and how things are to pan out. He disrupts them. And it's often those moments of disruption that God does his deepest work of transformation in these people. You know, it is said in the work of spiritual formation that transformation must be deeply disruptive in order to be truly formative. This kind of disruption, the kind of disruption that transforms these holy moments, we see it all through scripture and they are definitely inconvenient and never predictable. We think of David who was called to leave the shepherding field to a dinner table in order to be anointed king of Israel. Or Saul who was on his mission to Damascus and had that mission interrupted by the very one whom he was persecuting. On the Acts chapter 2 when the Spirit of God fell on the day of Pentecost where many were gathered in a room and suddenly a wind came and shook the whole house and all who were in it. These moments of disruption were not only points where regular rhythms and habits were disrupted but there were also moments where lives were completely reoriented and transformed. Disruption often displaces us, and it's through that displacement that we are then able or forced to meet and experience God in new ways. Our moments of disruption, those times where our lives are interrupted in big or small ways, are often where God does the deepest work in us. In many ways, it is only in a time of disruption where we are forced to move out of our set ways and are displaced into a brand new experience that we truly meet him in a deep personal way. So this is to say that we are not to view the disruptions of life in a purely negative sense. In fact, God is able to use these disruptions, sometimes painful and trying, to bring about real good in our lives. 
we ought to learn to welcome disruptions into our lives and in some sense you know to even plan for disruptions in our life perhaps you know you've been living your life at a certain pace doing the same old same old things perhaps you know you like me need some time away not just for vacation but some time away to be alone with God to seek him to seek his face to discern his will to receive a word for the next leg of your life we need this kind of disruption because if you think about it Jesus also lived his life in a kind of service to disruption often he would try to get away by himself and pray at times disruption for Jesus looked like breaking out of his usual routine uh in order to serve people in order to love people in order to heal people in many ways we can view our willingness to be disrupted and have our routines interrupted as a sign as a litmus test for how we truly love because love at times manifests itself as a willingness to be interrupted to be disrupted to be inconvenience love is a holy disruption so question we ought to ask ourselves a few questions to ask ourselves today it's this you know, how willing are we to disrupt our lives for each other to disrupt our lives for together for the sake of our communities or for the sake of the gospel Are we willing to disrupt our lives to have our lives interrupted by God so that we may seek him, know him and love him in a deeper way? Are we ready to learn to love well? Do the words of Jesus in the scripture challenge and provoke us? Now his words were intended to poke holes in our arguments, our resistance and especially in our status quo to change our lives and our life together. And through these holes, these holy disruptions will come shafts of light beams of light to illuminate our way to true servanthood to glory and to transformation and that is what disruption does for us it pokes holes at our mechanisms of control at our routines that we perhaps come to love too much and instead god uses these moments to illuminate a path a way unto true lasting transformation in disruption or in our embracing of disruptions we resist the idol of control and we say yes to the work of the spirit in our lives one of my all-time most impactful books has got to be good morning holy spirit by benny hinn now benny hinn for many of us is questionable and we have some legitimate questions and concerns with regards to his ministry but whatever have you in your mind or perhaps you've heard and read about on the internet one thing's for certain the spirit of god is upon benny hinn and most powerfully uh, in times of ministry and benny hinn has a legitimate relationship with the spirit now one of the things that you will glean from his books and his teachings is his deep love and reverence and willingness to be disrupted by the spirit Now there was this occasion where Benny was having dinner with a bunch of important people and they were having dinner they were having a good time and all of a sudden Benny just drops his fork and sits up right and in that moment it was said that he felt the presence of the spirit upon him and it was almost like the spirit was beckoning him to come away to spend time with him and so Benny just pauses in the middle of that dinner and informs the people at the dinner politely that he has to go away because he feels the spirit calling him and so he left 
the table went back to its hotel room in order to spend time praying and worshipping the spirit. Now that right there is love that manifests itself as a willingness to be disrupted. And for all you parents out there, you would know this kind of love. If your child were to call up for you, scream and holler, daddy or mommy, more often than not, we'll drop whatever we're doing, regardless of how important it is, in order to run to our child. And that is love that manifests itself as a willingness to be disrupted. I'll close off with a passage of scripture that I would like to pray over you. It's from Isaiah chapter 50 verse 4. It says this, The Sovereign Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. He wakens me morning by morning, wakens my ear to listen like one being instructed. And I pray that over you today, that God will speak to you and that you will be quick to listen, that He would awaken, quicken, stir up your ear to listen to His voice, His calling, and that He'll beckon you in moments all through your day to come away to spend time with Him. That you will learn over time, over practice, to embrace these holy disruptions as a way of resisting control and a way of saying to God, you are worthy of my time. Regardless of where I'm at in my day or what I'm doing, you are worthy of my time and invite you, God, to beckon me, to call me all through my day so that I may turn aside and love you and worship you and adore you. And God, you're not just the God whom I love in the morning or in the evening, but you're the God I love all through the day. And so I pray to you, O God, that you will awaken me you awaken my ears to hear your voice, to sense your beckoning, and may I be quick to respond to you in love. So this morning, even as we close off this podcast, I invite you to spend some time adoring God, to turn your attention, your focus on Him. Maybe you're in the middle of doing something right now. You're listening to this podcast on the side. Maybe you're at the gym or you're making bread or you are uh, on your computer I invite you right now to stop whatever activity you're doing to disrupt yourself and use this holy moment of disruption of stopping of seizing use this moment to give your full attention your full gaze to god and to love him with undivided attention and devotion and so let's spend a few moments this morning just giving God our attention. Maybe you have a list of prayer items that you like to check off. I invite you to put those things aside for just a moment and spend the next 10 to 15 seconds just adoring God to picture His face, His love and His embrace, His peace and His kindness that is over you, that is for you and respond to Him in grateful love this morning. Let's spend a few moments taking time aside to give God our love and attention. Let's spend a few moments doing so.
Awesome. Let me pray for you even as we close off this podcast. Father, this morning we say we invite your disruptions in our life. God, we pray that you'll help us lose ourselves from our sense and our need for more and more control in our lives. God, we pray that we will be quick to respond in love and obedience when your Spirit calls us. Give us the grace to be disrupted. And for all of us who are in need of breakthrough in our lives, perhaps we've been living lives the same old, same old. God, we pray that you give us the courage to move out of what is regular and predictable and be willing to be courageous to launch out into the unknown, into the deep, to meet with you. Give us the courage to disrupt if it be necessary. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of The Daily. I'll see you in the next episode. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.